0: Welcome to Dear 20-something. I'm Erica, the host of this podcast, and I'm so excited to have you here. A bit about me, I'm a 20-something social entrepreneur and investor who is navigating the ups and downs of being in my 20s. The Dear 20-something podcast started because we wanted to create a space for ambitious and curious 20-somethings to connect with the successful changemakers they most look up to. While the 20s can be a time full of questions and doubts, we're here to humanize the whole thing, You'll hear from successful trailblazers who will share the highs and lows of their 20s and you'll also get words of wisdom from some experts who will speak on a certain topic relevant for 20-somethings. And then sometimes it'll just be me on the mic hosting an episode where I share a recent reflection or story from my own life as I too am navigating this wild decade. We're so happy to have you here. Let's get started. Today on this solo episode, I will be sharing some of my favorite moments from the 35 episodes of season two and what's next for season three of Dear 20-something. For those of you who don't know, this is episode 60, and this is going to be the final episode of season two. We did 25 episodes for season one. We did 35 episodes for season two. If I have my way, maybe we do 45 for season three and just keep adding 10. Why not, right? But this is going to be the last one for this season. I have the list of season two episodes in front of me. I'm going to kind of run through right now and share some quick hits, quick reflections. So, if you haven't listened to all of the episodes, this might also be a good one for you to kind of listen to to see which ones pique your interest if you want to go back and listen to those. Alrighty, so the first episode was Meeting Me, Your Host. That was crazy because I don't know that I did a full walkthrough on any of season one episodes. So, that was great. Moving on to the next episode this is okay so meet me your host was 26 episode 27 was with ashley merrill who started lunia she is a rock star she is like the classic female founder who's built a beautiful sleepwear brand she's on the board of outdoor voices she absolutely crushes it and she also has a very successful husband named mark merrill who started riot games so for those of you who like gaming they are very much a power couple One thing I remember from that interview was we ended up talking about a lot of things unrelated to business. She's a really, really interesting person. She's really passionate about art. And I believe we may have talked about like nuclear war. I just remember leaving that conversation thinking she was extremely interesting and kind. She also did not say this in the podcast, but we were emailing after and she gave me some off the record advice on finding a partner she's obviously, you know, such a power couple with her and her husband. And she gave me some really honest advice about how I should think about it because, you know, I wasn't seeing anyone at the time and obviously striving to find a really great supportive partner like she has. So yeah, that's reflections on Ashley, but definitely listen. If you are starting a company, she's an absolute rock star. Okay. Then episode 28, Elena Dogan, she talked all about NFTs. So she's a copywriter at Vayner NFT. She also started the NF Times or NFT times, I don't know how you say it. She's awesome. She I mean, I had so many people come up to me after this episode, especially family members randomly, which was fun. A couple of family members told me that they had struggled to understand what NFTs were, but she explained it really well and really simply. So Elena' is a friend. She is obviously very passionate about the NFT space. She's also passionate about diversity in the NFT space. And so, yeah, it was a really great episode. And it was kind of at like the peak of when all of this crypto craze was going on. So that was a fun episode to do. Next episode, let's see, 29 was with Courtney Claghorn, who created Sugared and Bronzed. She is awesome. I was just so impressed by her ambition at such a young age. I think she was one of the few people who started her company really, really early. And she was really, really scrappy. Like I remember she mentioned instead of creating a product right off the bat, she just like went to the store, bought what she needed and used their branding to build her business. So I thought that was really interesting because most folks feel like they need to go manufacture stuff and have everything perfect. And she was just super scrappy, super young, such a hustler. I think like I want to say it was like her first job out of college or maybe her second job. Like she was very young when she started Sugared and Bronzed. And then actually, since she came on the episode, I actually went and I got a sugared and bronzed bronzing. And it was awesome. they, They were so kind. I loved the girl who did my bronzing. And I loved it. So could not recommend it more. Okay, next episode 30 was my TEDx experience. I believe that that episode was me just reflecting on what it was like to give a TEDx talk, the preparation during the aftermath. It was definitely a very crazy experience. I think you know, a lot of folks like myself had always had, you know, TEDx talk on their bucket list. And so if that's you, if you think that at some point in your life, you may ever want to give a TEDx talk, definitely recommend listening to that episode. I certainly didn't feel qualified (laughs) when I was selected for it. So if you're listening to this now, and you're like, oh, there's no way, you know, there's definitely something that you can share that would definitely warrant a TEDx talk. I can promise you that every person has something worthy of sharing. So if that's something that's on your bucket list, I, I highly recommend listening to that episode. Okay, next, episode 31. I, I think I have to be honest, this might have been my favorite episode I've ever done, but I think she's at an unfair advantage because she is family, so so I think it's okay for me to say that. So this in this episode, Jessica Wanker-McFall, you may notice the similarity in the last name. She is my amazing cousin. I think of her like a big sister. And she is a rock star. She's also an amazing female founder. She started the company Naked Rebellion, which is a clothing brand. And she's also an Emmy nominated costume designer. If you've seen House of Cards, if you've seen some of like the middle seasons of Dancing with the Stars, she was the main costume designer on that. So she's amazing. I absolutely adore her. I think a lot of other folks do too, or I know a lot of other folks do too, because I got a good amount of messages as well, even way after the fact. Maybe people have scrolled through and seen we share last name. And so they, they listened to that one more than others. But a lot of people have listened to that episode since it came out way after the fact and, and talk about how much they love her energy. So it's not just me, guys. Other people think so too. <laughs> She's the best. One thing I will say about that episode, which was really shocking, was I left that episode feeling like I felt like I knew pretty much everything about her. But she told a story during the podcast that I never knew, which was that she got a, a ticket from the police for littering. I think she like, I'm gonna butcher the story, but I th- butcher this story, but I think she maybe dropped uh something outside the window where a friend dropped something, and she got a ticket for littering. And I never, never knew that. So moral of the story is, you know, have your family members on a podcast podcast and then try to um, you know, get them to reveal things they have not shared before. Okay, great. Next was episode 32. And that was one of our explained episodes all about community. And we got to chat with Kim Johnson, who is the head of community at Geneva. And Geneva is a community app. So they basically think of like a Facebook groups, but better and kind of in its own app. That's Geneva. So you can communicate with people, you can host rooms, I believe, where you can meet people. A lot of the communities I'm a part of have Geneva groups. So it's kind of meta to talk to a head of community that works at a community app. But Kim was so, so lovely. She, I believe, was a really early employee at Glossier and, you know, built a lot of the community there. And she's just explains it in such a simple, clear way. And I actually think that for me was kind of an epiphany, even though that episode was way back in July. And I'm reflecting on this six months later. I do think this was kind of like a moment for me where I realized the importance of community. And that has since become a larger and larger part of my life and part of what I talk about. And I think the power of community is still very underrated. And I think that talk with Kim actually, now that I think about it, it sparked a lot of those thoughts. Alrighty, next, episode 33 with Emma Bates, founder and CEO of DM, which again, another amazing female founder. DM is basically, think of like a Reddit, but private and curated results for women and non-binary folks. So people can share Maybe Reddit isn't the best example. So apologies, Emma, if you're listening, and that's not how you describe it. But the idea is that it's sort of like this aggregated search for questions that women and non-binary folks may ask that they can't really find the answers to on the internet in a really thoughtful way. Emma's awesome. She is really she's a really cool educational background. I believe she studied war studies or the history of war, something like that. And we spent a lot of our conversation talking about war and like the dynamics of war and what we expect our men to do. And we kind of talked a little bit about gender and it was a really interesting conversation. She's very, very, very smart. And I really, really enjoyed speaking with her. And she's she's since become a friend and and she's lovely. So yeah, I really like speaking with her. Again, if you're a female founder, I would say definitely, or even just a founder, definitely listen to that episode with Emma. I think you guys will really like it. Next, episode 34 was managing your mental health as an entrepreneur. This this was a good episode for me to just articulate my thoughts. Quite honestly, I mean, I hope it was valuable for you guys, but it's really been helpful for me to articulate how I think about managing my own mental health, my own stresses, and take a second and think about what my practices are. And I think often articulating and saying to other people what you do to protect your mental health, take care of yourself, it almost holds you accountable in some ways, because people now know your practice, and people now know what you're striving to be better at. So I really liked doing that episode and I hope that it was really valuable for those that listened to it. I think especially now as I'm kind of going back into entrepreneur mode, it's been really important for me to work on managing anxiety, managing stress, managing fear. And so now that I'm talking out loud, I think I'm going to maybe look back at my notes from that episode and refresh my memory on what I said. So I make sure I take care of myself now. Okay, next was episode 35. Episode 35 was Sherry. She was the former executive producer of The Oprah Show. She has the most beautiful energy. I felt like I was talking to Oprah. So if you like Oprah, definitely go listen. Episode 36 was the Explained Fitness episode with Megan Roop. She's amazing. She's got such an interesting journey. She was an, what is it, NBA dancer and I think NBA one of those professional leagues. I think it was the Brooklyn Nets, I want to say. I could be so wrong there. It was in New York, I know. She's amazing and very, very sweet and a really cool creator. I think that was an interesting conversation for me to hear about how she thinks about herself as a business. All right, episode 37, Erin Sharoni, who is a longevity expert and is the former CPO of Foxo Technologies. She's brilliant. She's sort of one of these like Harvard biologists, knows everything there is to know about longevity and is translating that into building a really cool product. So she's wonderful and we've stayed in close touch. So if you're at all interested in longevity or you're excited about science, neuroscience, habit formation, definitely recommend that episode. All right, episode 38 was job transitions and my career journey so far. I walked through basically my whole career journey. I think often LinkedIn does not do it justice and it's really hard to... Understand people's progression through their careers. And I almost treated this like a mini version of if I were to go on the Dear 20 something podcast, let's say someone else hosted it, what would they ask me? What would they talk about? And I also gave some advice on if you are thinking about making a transition, how do you go about doing that? And what should you look for in jobs? And how should you get jobs? And all that good stuff. Then episode 39 was with Karika Patel, who started Seed Phytonutrients. Really cool story. She started this with her father and they've been building a really, really cool company over there. Next episode 40 was with Alana Dunn, Explained Dating. So in this episode, Alana has her own Seeing Other People podcast. She also used to work at Hinge. She actually now has a lovely boyfriend. So shout out, Alana, congratulations. We talked about all things dating and she kind of gave her insights into her career journey and how she's taking the bet on herself now and being sort of like a full-time creator slash dating expert still as a creator. So really great episode. Next episode 41 was with Irene Forte. I don't know if I'm saying her name perfectly. She's the founder of Irene Forte Skincare. She also was very lovely, very kind. And she had a really interesting journey. If you're starting a CPG brand, I would definitely recommend listening to that episode Her brand is more luxury and she did a really cool B2B thing where she got into a lot of these like hotels because she had worked for Intel in a hospitality before she started her own brand. So that's a really interesting episode. If you're building something in that space, I recommend checking it out. Next episode 42 was social entrepreneurship 101. And this episode was came very highly requested because people always say, What is social entrepreneurship? You talk about it all the time. I don't know what that is. So in that episode, I gave a really thorough walkthrough of what actually is social entrepreneurship, what it isn't, why I believe it is the future, all that good stuff. And that was what I gave the TEDx talk on and what I got my master's in, and sort of what I'm betting my career on. Next, episode 43 was with Justine Pilewski, who started Kindred which is basically a newer and better version of an Airbnb. It's it's home swapping. So it's not just anyone can stay at a place, at a hotel. You actually have to be part of this like community. She was one of my favorite people I spoke to in season two. I hope it's okay that I say, I think that she and I have some similarities. She's obviously farther along in her career than I and an absolute rock star, but I felt there was a lot of synergy between us and I think especially as kids, there were a lot of interesting similarities between us as she was kind of reflecting on her journey. And she's just been a really warm, lovely person in the industry. And she also is someone who has a crazy amount of domain expertise. So she started this company, Kindred, but she's also been an early employee at a lot of other companies in a similar space. So it was really cool to hear about how she like built her confidence over time and got all this expertise and then took the bet on herself. Okay, the next episode, 44, was the personal branding episode explained with Jessica Zweig. Amazing episode. Jessica is someone who I've been a longtime fan of. She wrote this book called B, which if you know me and you at all mention the words personal branding, content, something, I will literally be like, great, please buy this book. And it's her book. And I say that because I read her book uh, maybe like two years ago. And she really, really, really helped me understand how to think about personal branding, not as something that's like a selfish thing, but more as a service to others. Like, how can I use the knowledge and experiences that I have to actually be of service? Because that's what feels most authentic to me. And then it really also showed me the importance of being vulnerable because like humans connect with other humans. We don't connect with sort of this like facade of what we think humans should be. And so I think she actually really, really changed my perspective on what it means to share about yourself, what it means to create content in a way that aligns with who you really are, and what a personal brand really is, which is ultimately something that helps others find you and is ultimately a service thing. She articulates it significantly better than I do, but she is lovely. So either listen to that episode or buy her book. I really admire her and appreciate her insights. All right, next, episode 45, I talked to Helene Servion. Helen Servion, I hope I'm saying that right. And she started Journey One Ventures, which is a $10 million cannabis fund. And she is just an absolute badass. She really is. She goes after what she wants. She oozes confidence. And she's so inspiring because she just went out and literally raised a venture fund. And this was like kind of her first I think this was her first real gig and venture was a fund that she was raising. She's obviously had a lot of interesting jobs, but she just was like, yeah, I believe in me. So it's going to happen. And it's a very inspiring episode. If you're needing some confidence, definitely listen to that episode. It will, it will rub off on you. Okay, great. Episode 46 was a solo episode on launching a podcast. I walk through in this episode absolutely everything you need to know. So if you are like thinking about starting a podcast or you have a podcast, I highly recommend listening to it. I even get into the nitty gritty of like where to get your background music and who should help you edit and how to think about the ROI on a podcast because I don't think enough people talk about it. That's a really helpful episode if you're at all thinking about having a podcast or you have one. Then episode 47 was with Carolyn Ushannon, who started Copina Co, which is a really great supplements powder brand that is supposed to help with your Beauty and skin and wellness. So, in particular, I know she has this really great matcha powder that is supposed to be really, really good for you. You know, doesn't have any bad, bad hormones or ingredients or all this stuff that sometimes they throw in these uh, supplements. And it's a powder. So, yeah, and I know she's been expanding a lot recently, even since the episode. And she was so lovely, so complimentary, and uh, yeah, I really like chatting with her and hearing about her journey. You can tell it comes from such an authentic place. She had struggled with her skin and she basically didn't know how to fix it. And she created a product to help herself. All righty, next, episode 48. This was a DEI explained episode with Maria Driver, Mariah Driver, who is the former head of DEI at Webflow and then is currently doing really cool product inclusivity work at Adobe. And we chatted about what does diversity, equity, and inclusion actually mean. And how can it be incorporated into anyone's daily life? Doesn't matter if you're in business, if you're in medicine, if you're in education, how can you think about making the world more inclusive, diverse, and equitable? It was a really interesting conversation. I think she comes from such an interesting point of view. She's a black woman who's disabled. And so she has lived that experience in many ways, right? Of being underrepresented and I think hearing her perspective was really helpful. There was also a really fun Q&A section. I'm not, I feel like we added that into the episode. I hope we did. We actually did this as a live event and we had some really wonderful questions at the end. So yeah, that's that was a great episode. Next, episode 49, I talked to the founder of Baked by Melissa, Melissa Ben-Ishay. She was hilarious. That is the best word to describe. She is funny. She is blunt. She's extremely, extremely hardworking. And it's cool to hear how she had this vision. And I believe her brother like really jumped on the bandwagon with her and was like, you got this. She's a rock star, really big fan of Melissa. And I, she's just refreshing when you hear her talk. She's got a lot of strong opinions. And it's very funny just hearing her. So yeah, love chatting with her. Okay, next. Episode 50 was a solo episode on my personal finance journey. This episode. I walk through how I think about managing money, saving money, investing money, and what my journey was to knowing some of these things. Like what books did I read? What podcasts did I listen to? Who taught me what? I would say that a lot of it has really been like self-motivated. Like I really want to have a handle over my money. I want to make sure that I'm setting my family and myself up really well, my future family. So if you are feeling anxiety about your finances, if you're like, it's the new year, I know I need to budget, but I don't know what that looks like. That episode might be helpful for you as it's, I think, you know, a pretty solid walkthrough of how I think about it. So if nothing else, it's just one person's perspective. And I hope that it's helpful. Then episode 51, I talked to Emily Rule, who was a former model. Now she's a film producer, public school productions. She has a really interesting story. She was basically thrown into the modeling world as a teenager. So she had to grow up very, very fast. But the longer that she was in that world, she realized she liked being behind the scenes and like behind the camera. And so she's now actually doing a lot of film production. So she's a producer. And it was really cool to hear her journey basically growing up really fast while it was very sad to hear about some of the things she experienced. It was really beautiful to see how she's like found this passion. And she's, she's pursuing it now with her own company. All righty, who's next? Leah Elias, the co-founder of the Enneagram Studio. So that was episode 52, and we did an Enneagram Explained episode. And uh, for those of you who know me, you know that I love like a personality test. I love like a self-awareness, chat about your strengths, your weaknesses. That stuff just, oh, I love it. And so that episode was really fun because I knew what my Enneagram was, but I knew the basics. But I felt like she really did an interesting job of talking about how you can get placed with a number for the Enneagram, how you should think about your Enneagram, all that good stuff. And she's also like a recent entrepreneur, basically decided to take her work as like an Enneagram consultant full-time, which is really cool. So if you are thinking about doing consulting and like you know thinking about how do you make money, how do you structure things, that might be a helpful episode for you. Okay, then episode 53 was with Laura Wasser, who is the very well-known celebrity divorce attorney. And that was such a fun episode because Laura is an absolute killer, killer. She's known, if you look her up on Google, you can look at all of the incredible, I mean, she's represented every single celebrity, Kim Kardashian, Johnny Depp, Angelina Jolie, like every, anyone who's anyone, but if when you, when you hear her speak, and I know from before and after speaking with her, she could not be more humble and normal and lovely and passionate about helping everyone not make divorce seem so scary and educating people on what that looks like. So I believe she's involved with divorce.com. I I wanna say she's like the chief legal officer. I could be wrong, but she's she's involved with basically democratizing access to a lot of this information. And it was cool to hear her talk about how a lot of these celebrities, it sounds a little cheesy, but they are just like us. You know, (laughs) they have the same problems, they have the same worries, they have the same everything. Yes, everyone happens to know their name, but they reveal everything to her. And she was made it very clear that people don't even know how, you know, universal the human experience is. So I really, really enjoyed that conversation. And I felt like she also gave really good advice for folks that are in relationships, that are thinking about moving in together, that are thinking about getting married. If you are in that boat, I would recommend listening. She gives good just general relationship advice because, you know, she sees relationships dissolve all the time. I think she's kind of the person to, uh, to go to when it comes to getting advice. Alrighty, next, episode 54. This is the episode that has been getting the most love. So thank you all for listening. And this episode is The Art of Cold Outreach. It was a solo episode I did. I've been talking a lot on social media about cold outreach and the importance of it and how most of the things that I've gotten in my life have happened from cold outreach. And so I basically walk through step-by-step step how to structure things, what to say, what is you know cold outreach versus warm outreach. I gave examples of what I've done So if you are striving to break into a different industry, if there is like, maybe you want to start a podcast and you don't know how to get your guests, if you just really admire someone and you want to get to know them more, like how do you reach out? How do you do it in a way that gets them to respond? And is there even a chance they will respond? If any of those things apply, I would say listen to that episode and I hope it's helpful. I I give away all my tips and tricks. So that's the point of this podcast is I'm really trying to reveal how I think about things, reveal how other people think about things, and hopefully it inspires, you know, someone to take action in their own life. Okay, episode 55 was with Alexa Von Tobel, who started Inspired Capital. That's what she's doing now. It's a venture capital fund. And then she also previously started Learn Best. She is brilliant. She's someone that I've looked up to for a really long time. I think I heard her on the How I Built This podcast a long time ago, whenever that came out, and. I just thought that she was really, really, really smart, really smart, intense, but in like a good way, like focused. And she's built these empires, you know, like Inspired Capital, I believe, is like a $500 million fund, or I guess maybe it's a couple funds, but they have $500 million of assets under management. And you can see how much she loves her work and loves what she does and loves making the world a better place and creating more access. So for someone like me, She's someone I really, really look up to and respect and was very grateful and excited to chat with her. But if you've thought about a career in venture capital, if you have thought about what it means to honestly be like an extremely high achieving woman with a supportive husband, that's another or supportive partner, right? Doesn't matter, husband or otherwise, but that's a really good episode to listen to. I think she's someone where she's really kind of reached the, the heights of a career you could have. She sold her company to Northwestern Mutual. She started a huge fund. So she's questioning she's it. So I would definitely listen to that episode. If nothing else, you can just hear me, you know, try not to fangirl because I tried not to. Next was episode 56, which was the Personal Finance Explained episode with Maya Monell, who started Navit. And this was a really fun episode. Maya has the best energy. She's really sweet. She lives in the Midwest and she was a competitive athlete. And so she's got a really fun way of looking at things. And one of the things that really stood out to me was how her family got her involved with making personal finance decisions at a really, really young age. So she was never scared of it. And she had this comfort with money and investing at a very young age and therefore is basically incorporating that into the product she's building now, which is a personal finance app, a banking app. So she's inspiring, interesting, funny, really funny, actually. A lot of these people were funny. Like now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, wow, good senses of humor. I feel like I was laughing a lot during these. But anyway, it was a really interesting episode to hear her personal finance thoughts because I obviously did my own solo episode, but it was good to hear from someone who actually studies this stuff all the time, studies consumer behavior in personal finance. So that was that episode. 57 was Shivani Saroya, who started Tala, which is an incredible social enterprise, helping basically the unbanked get banked, get credit, be able to build their lives, build their businesses. And I was really impressed by... How she's this big CEO, but she's also quite soft-spoken and quite gentle, which I think doesn't always match the stereotype of what we expect someone who starts a company and needs a company to be. And she was also very reflective. I remember she talked about her journaling practice, which she makes public to the whole team. And she's very clear on how the the impact she wants to make, checking her calendar every single day and making sure that she's like maximizing her time she's very thoughtful, very intentional, very thoughtful, very reflective. Um, and her energy is very soft spoken and gentle, which I, I really appreciated. It was a, it was sort of different than what I typically see just as valid, just as amazing, you know, results speak for themselves, but I really enjoyed chatting with her. Okay. Episode 58 was just a couple weeks ago. And that was my new year's goal setting where I talked through how I think about setting goals. I think about my life in buckets. I talked about some of the questions I like to ask myself every year. So if you have yet to set your New Year's goals, listen to that episode. Go set them. It's not too late. Alrighty. And then the last episode was episode fifty nine. Ashley Sumner, who started Quilt, she's talk about a community leader. Her whole company is about stimulating conversations, building community. She's an absolute rock star and really empowers other women. That one was really funny because I actually remember I, I said this on the podcast, but back when I was in college. I remember I had met a friend who was just like interning at Quilt. And that was before Qu- Quilt had their whole pivot and before COVID, obviously, and all that. But it was really funny to see it come full circle because I knew, like, I think her first intern. And that was so many years ago before it became what it is now. So that was really funny to kind of put that together. And then this is episode 60. We have reached the end. Guys, that was longer than I anticipated. If you made it this far, thank you. So basically, That is season two. It has been a wonderful, wonderful set of 35 episodes. So many incredible women. I feel very, very blessed to have spoken with them. So in terms of season three, which is what's next, going to keep this game going, right? Going to keep this podcast going. So there's a few things. The first being, I am going to pause for about a month. So you won't be receiving any new episodes in the podcast store until February 28th which will be the first episode of season three. So it looks like it'll be about five weeks of a gap. And the reason I'm doing that is because, quite frankly, I want to plan and make this as thoughtful as possible. And I am pretty busy and heads down right now working on the thing that I'm building, which I hope to be able to tell you all more about soon. And so I really want to make sure I give myself a proper few weeks to brainstorm what season three looks like Ask a lot of our listeners what they want to see, which is what I've been doing over the past few weeks, and then come back swinging on February 28th. So that's the first thing I wanted to say. The second thing I wanted to say was I've been noticing that, and I'll just be very transparent about this I've been noticing that the solo episodes are getting more downloads than the others. And I want to pay attention to that because that's a signal, right? That people are sharing and listening to that. And so with that being said, I think as I think about season three, I really want to make sure that I'm doing more solo episodes, but I'm also creating content that has value. There's only so many topics I can talk about. I can talk about the weather all day, every day, but I really want to make sure that if people are downloading, they they actually feel like their time is being valued. And so I'm most likely going to be doing more solo episodes in season three. If you have any other recommendations for solo episode topics that you want me to cover any guest recommendations things like that let me know but yeah and then the third thing I wanted to say about season three is I've been very 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 blessed in that let's say over the past six to eight months or so I've been posting content consistently separate from the podcast about business and venture capital and have been growing more of a following that's concentrated in those areas and you know, when I have shared in recent months, when I've shared episodes that are more focused on business and venture capital, those episodes tend to really do well because that's more of kind of what the community I'm growing looks like. So I also want to do some reflection in season three to, to think about, you know, I don't want to leave anybody hanging that likes the diversity of guests, but I also want to make sure that I am putting out the content that is actually the most valuable. So. So that's basically it. I will spend the next few weeks chatting with folks and preparing and recording some season three episodes. And then I will be back and ready to go with season three, episode one, but we're going to call it episode 61 just to keep it all going on February 28th. So yeah, thank you all so much for listening. I appreciate you. I'm glad you're here. And I'm excited to continue growing with you this year. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Dear 20 Something. If you enjoyed it, you can give us a follow over at Dear 20 Something on Instagram or subscribe here or anywhere you get podcasts.